0: Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. There's so many things that we're doing these days that require planning, careful consideration of services, and so on. One thing in particular that is, I've just been through it myself because I've had a lot of work done on my house because I sat here for a year and kept looking around and saying, oh, my goodness, I need to make changes. Well, I'm talking about remodeling, whatever, whether, whatever scale you're using, you may find yourself having some very interesting times in finding both people and Supplies. So we're gonna talk about that. My guest today is Kevin Brassler. He's the executive editor of Checkbook Magazine. And Kevin, let's start out by just telling our listeners, which I have to say that Checkbook is my go-to place to check out everybody. So um, please tell our listeners what Checkbook does. Uh, Well,
1: we're a nonprofit consumer group. Uh, We advocate for consumers. uh, And the main thing we do is we evaluate local services uh, both here in the Washington, D.C. area, the greater Washington, D.C. area, uh, and in six other metro areas around the country. Uh, and, you know, we evaluate them for quality and price. Uh, but beyond that, we do a lot of work in terms of, of warning consumers about fraud and potential problems and, and products and services that aren't worth buying, uh, really kind of help them avoid wasting money and, and make good decisions when it comes to, uh, to consumer stuff.
0: And you also only take comments and recommendations from people who are subscribers to checkbook. Is that correct?
1: Right. Well, only people we invite in. Uh, So there's a lot of groups out there, a lot of companies that purport to produce, you know, independent ratings of companies uh, and all of them are, are really existing on advertising. They're either you know, direct sources of referral fees uh, you know, there's sale, sales lead generation companies to companies that that pay them for that, or they are, you know, trying to attract advertisers. Uh, consumers Checkbook, where we don't take any advertising, we don't take any money uh, from companies at all. Uh, we're supported by consumers. We were founded by consumers. We're here for consumers, and our focus is solely on helping out uh, our communities uh, and not in in really helping out businesses at all.
0: And and let me just let let my prejudices come out i've known your founder robert krukoff forever and um interviewed him many times and interviewed me you many times and i find that the things that you write about are the things that we need the information we need and you give us tools to evaluate those goods and services which is such is so valuable in today's yeah. world Kevin. Well, let's talk about the remodeling thing because we're just seeing a tremendous surge in remodeling. We also are seeing a surge in complaints about remodeling. Yeah. Um, how would you start out telling consumers if somebody is looking at doing a remodeling project? Now, I've done most all my work. I have a couple of small things that I want done, but uh, I'm having to wait for the person that um, that I have been using, but I uh, like across the street from me, they're redoing their kitchen. Um, so what, what, what should you do first?
1: Uh, I think if you're, if you're considering a big remodeling job or even redoing a kitchen or bathroom right now or a freshening up room, I, you know, I, I'd urge you to try to wait. <laughs> this is probably, you know, in the history of the remodeling business, the worst possible time to try to do it since like World War II. Right when there was just this massive labor shortage and material shortage in this country, um, we were our at checkbook. One of the things we one of the things we do is we have undercover shoppers, our whole team of them uh, that shop around uh, companies for price uh, because we want to compare companies' prices. Yeah. We find that most consumers, when we ask them about you know or, did you feel like you you got a good deal on whatever it was you paid for, they don't really know because they didn't shop around. And so we have our own independent price research we do and. And just, you know, just a few weeks ago, we were shopping for cabinet prices, and we're getting quoted, you know, prices, but it was also a 22-week turnaround on average uh, to get the cabinets in. Uh, And this is happening really across the remodeling industry, where it's taking, you know, months to get appliances ordered and delivered. It's taking, as I just mentioned, you know, almost six months to get some materials ordered, and delivered, uh, and it's also. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's a remodeling contractor. That's what he does, and he said this is probably the most expensive time to ever get any work done. And it's not that his rates have dramatically been increased in terms of what he's charging for his labor; it's that all the materials cost so much more because shipping costs are through the roof. I mean, it used to be a a container coming off a boat from an overseas manufacturer, uh, you know, it's a couple thousand dollars right, to pay for that shipping cost. Now the costs are 10 times that. And so anything that's made overseas or raw materials that are sourced from overseas, the costs have gone way up because of shipping and other costs. And so I I would urge you that if you can, wait a while for all this to kind of sort itself out before you start a remodel. But in the meantime, do spend a lot of time while you have a lot of time right now on the design part of it. And lining up different contractors because, you know, doing your homework up front will save you a lot of trouble and hassle down the road.
0: And I would suggest too, that people sit down and very seriously consider their budget and what they can do, the lower and the higher ends of it, because boy, I'll tell you the cost can vary so much depending on little changes that you may want to make. So it's yeah. uh, it's an interesting area for consumers and it's a very tough one. At least that's what i found. Um, and that's good advice i mean if they can wait wait but yeah. you know in some cases people have have planned this stuff and they've ordered cabinets and things uh, ahead of time and they're here right. now so uh, yeah. my my neighbors seem to be you know uh have they have what they need to do the work at this point but they started in planning it a couple of years ago i know that so yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's an interesting interesting thing i didn't have a lot of stuff that was uh, required cabinet replacement and stuff. I had painting done, I had repairs done, yeah. I had all kinds of things like that done uh, to a house that's 50 some years old. So, you know, you need to do those things. And let me tell you something, I have the cleanest basement I've ever had, Kevin. That's a secret <laughs> between you and me. <laughs> because it's the time you get rid of everything, I think too. So yeah. uh, that's, that is really good advice. But I I think there are some things to consider when you're looking at a contractor that I think are particularly important. And that is making sure that they have a license to do business. And would you tell our listeners why that's so critical?
1: It's because if you have a problem, uh, to begin with, the licensing authorities, the people you're going to be complaining to about that company potentially, uh, will probably be a lot more interested in working with you to resolve the problem if you went out of your way to hire a licensed contractor. Uh, the other reason to hire a licensed contractor is, is that you know they've done something to show that they are financially responsible and they're doing what they're supposed to do in terms of obeying local laws. Uh, I, I, if you talk to you know, Eric Friedman, who runs the Montgomery County Consumer Affairs, uh, he will tell you that the vast, vast majority of complaints they get about contractors are about unlicensed contractors. Yeah. And so you cannot be assured that if you hire a licensed contractor that they're 100% of the time going to do good work. That's not true at all. There's a lot of lousy licensed contractors, but at least it's like the first basic step of making sure that you're dealing with a uh, what should be a reputable company the other thing right. to look for is make sure they have proper insurance all these any businesses that are doing work in your home should have workers comp insurance protects their workers so that you don't have to pay for medical bills if something right. hurt and then just... that they have liability insurance that they if they if they break something in your house that that you, know, you don't have to pay their insurance company does
0: yeah that is absolutely correct. Let's just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned into of consuming interest. I'm Shirley Walker. My guest is Kevin Brassler. He is the executive editor of Checkbook Magazine. And we're talking about ver- variety of services. And we started off talking about remodeling. And you were just talking about the, the value of having a license, making sure they're insured. And actually, I would suggest to consumers that you get a copy of the insurance card. I mean, just if you've got a copy or take a a picture of it on your phone so that you've got proof. And if you have any questions about them, you can check out its validity with the state issuing or the local issuing offices for that document. So um, to me, I I just, I think there's a lot of room for fraud right now and I wanna see consumers protected. What, What are some of the other things you might tell them to consider
1: yeah, I think that the the really the the second most important thing is to get any promises in writing. Uh and make sure it's in writing and and it's clear that there's, you know, there's there's no wiggle room for, you know, various things that, that a lot of complaints about contractors are that, you know, they didn't do what they agreed to do when they agreed to do it, and they didn't charge what they, you know, agreed to charge for it. Uh so getting things in writing is is an important step. I mean, I think even if you're getting, you know, just you know, painting work done, you know, a, a light remodel done, you know, a, a great contractor, a handshake deal is probably fine. But, you know, why not get the details in writing and protect get yourself a and, and protects the contractor, too? I mean, a good contractor will understand uh, that it protects the, their business also. The The second thing is that make sure you're not paying up front for everything. Uh, this is another big source of problems that the consumers paid you know thousands and thousands of dollars for a service and for products, uh, and then the contractor just abandoned the job and took off with all their money. The more money you can withhold uh, the, until the end of the job, until you're happy and you say the job's over, uh, the better. Uh, there are there's reasonable you know down payments to make and deposits to make, and for really large rebuilding and remodeling projects. It's best to have a pay-as-you-go scheme, where as the contractor finishes various parts of the, the job, you're paying for the work they've done. Uh, but be really wary of contractors that want all the money up front. Uh, the good contractors have good credit, just like you and I. They can charge stuff uh, with their suppliers and, and get stuff in advance without having to pay all for it. Uh, it is reasonable to have to pay for you know custom stuff that they can't return up front. Uh, but for the most part, for their labor and things like that, you should be a pay as you go relationship. And so that you're deciding with that payment, OK, I'm satisfied. Here's the money for that part of the job. And let's move on to the next one.
0: All right. So I think that you and I have had the experience of doing it. And of course, we're people who are out there looking out for consumers and trying to do the best we can. But even then you can run into problems. I mean, I had a terrible play- thing with a air conditioning company one time. And, you know, we yeah. all had our issues. I mean, I paid for something I should never paid for, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So no one should feel like they're not having a little vulnerability in there. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, there, there are many times where I joke that, you know, I'm terrible at taking my own advice and then I run into trouble and I'm kicking myself, right? That, you know, one time I paid somebody to a tile floor in, in our kitchen and it was all cracked yeah. up in a mess within, you know, three months. And I wish I had just hired a tiling expert instead of right. a, a hangman, right? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> we learned, don't
1: we? Yeah. It's, it's you know, and it's, I think you learn just to, you know, first of all, things do go wrong and the good companies, uh, you know, you can approach them and say, you know, this just didn't work for me. Right. I mean, I, I know I paid for all this tile and I got to buy more tile, but I think you should have to redo the floor. And, you know, it's a, it's a conversation that's difficult for a lot of people to have. Some people just are not complainers, but it's one that if you have, you know, a good company will step up and say, "Yeah, you know, this is as long as right. you're making a reasonable request, they'll put things right." And it's it's better to speak up. Is what well, I well,
0: I, I go to the Checkbook, and you all have. I don't think you've let me down. The only person that let me down was one that I got out of, where you all hadn't rated this particular service. So at any rate, Kevin, you gotta get bigger ratings, more of them. And let's just tell our, our listeners too, that if you become a member of Checkbook, and I, I strongly urge people to subscribe because it is so awesome. And you, in your recent checkbook uh, online, which gives me, I, my subscription gives me access to your online as well. And the online part, you have done a thing about, what is it, 60 or something, things that you shouldn't pay for. I've read every single one of those, and boy, is it informative, but we're not going to tell our listeners about it. They're going to have to go find it. Um, so tell them, <laughs> what does it cost to subscribe to checkbook, Kevin?
1: Well, so to get, to get our advice, so to get our advice on hiring a remodeling contractor and even to read the, the, our advice on you know, 65 things you probably shouldn't pay for, which is like our greatest hits of you know, wasteful spending, um, that's all free on our website. You can go there and, and, and get any of that information our advice uh, for free. It's a public service. It's available to everyone. Uh, If you want access to our ratings of local businesses, so if you actually want to see how local contractors rate or roofers or veterinarians or doctors and dentists, we do charge a subscription fee for that. And that's because that's the only way we support ourselves is by subscriptions and fundraising. Uh, And it's really expensive though. It's, it's $34 for two years to join uh, and get access to the entire site. I mean, I, you know, so, Keep that in mind, that big expense of thirty-four dollars for two years uh to support you know what we're doing here in terms of especially. And Kevin, uh, the it is
0: so worth it. I mean, I don't feel I don't mind doing a commercial for you all because I really believe in what you do. And I think <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell, as you can tell, I want everybody to know that my prejudices lie with you. So, yeah. anyway, let's just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to of consuming interest. I'm Shirley Rooker, you're listening to Of Consuming Interest. My guest is Kevin Brassler. He is the executive editor of Checkbook Magazine. And we've been talking about remodeling and <laughs> it's a terrible time to start. But let's go back and let's go talk another uh, item that has really has often to do with your house and remodeling. Are electricians now. I, I imagine that if you have a remodeler that's doing everything, they're going to have their own electrician. Uh, probably bring in another company that they subcontract. But if you're setting out on your own to get an electrician, and I've been through this, um, th- that can be uh, a big deal as well. I just recently had someone come in and and change all my lights. They didn't have to do much, but I had all the I, I went with LED. Which mm-hmm. I had resisted for years, and now I love them, which is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, and and the lighting is just it's it's spectacular because you have choices now in in how much you get, what kind of daylight, how bright it is, right. what it does to the colors. And you know, it used to be it wasn't wasn't like that. No. But talking about electricians, what are some of the things that you should look for, Kevin?
1: Well, just as when you're thinking about hiring a remodeler, you should definitely check to make sure electricians are, are licensed and insured. Uh, with electricians especially, this is dangerous work, not just to the people doing the work, but to you potentially. If they wire something incorrectly, they could create a a, a fire hazard. Uh, and so you do want to make sure you're dealing with a licensed contractor. It is helpful to make sure you're dealing with uh, Someone who's gone through a training program, that they're a master electrician, especially if they're doing, you know, wiring work. And especially if they're working in bathrooms or kitchens where, you know, you could have a, a shock hazard if they don't do things correctly. Um, the other thing to do is, is, you know, you can look at our ratings of electricians to make sure you're dealing with a company that rates well. We get a lot of complaints about some electricians that, you know, they don't show up on time. They charge a fortune. Uh, some of these, the prices that electricians charge are just through the roof. Uh, and a lot of consumers get you know, get zapped by those high prices because they don't shop around before uh, getting work done. And I do think it's important to try, if you can, to collect some prices uh, before you hire. Uh, if it's a repair job, like if there's something wrong and you don't know what it's going to take to fix it, it's going to be hard for them to quote a price in advance, but you can at least figure out, you know, you know how much you're going to charge me to show up, how much you're going to charge me for an hour after that minimum charge is met, but if you're having inst- installation work done, if you're having a you know your lights all switched out and you know how many there are and you know what type you're having, if you want to you know add an outlet or add an outdoor light or you need to heavy up your circuit breaker, these are things that you can usually collect prices for in advance. And I'll say that the, the probably the only good thing. To come out of this pandemic in terms of consumer advocacy is that a lot of companies now are better equipped and more willing to quote prices over the phone or via mm-hmm. email or you can do like a facetime call with them and they can check out what it is they need to see to give you a price yeah. and during the pandemic they were they, they were reluctant to come into homes unless they needed to and that has for the most part, you can still work with these companies to get prices in advance for stuff without having to book appointments mm-hmm. at your home. That, um, you know, that's
0: a, that's a positive that came out of all this mess. I, I really uh, hadn't thought about that, but yeah, yeah. It is.
1: yeah. And so anyway, the, the, if you can get prices in advance, you should and shop around. You should our, our undercover shoppers. Again, we have this team of uh, this crew that, that constantly shops for prices among companies we evaluate and, They found, for example, that uh, to replace a ceiling light fixture with a ceiling fan that we would be providing, uh, the lowest price we were quoted was $160, and the highest price was $600. And we see this time and time again, these huge differences for common services where they're doing the exact same work. Each company has asked for the exact Mm -hmm. same work, but quote these huge price differences. And so you'd say well i want the company that's going to do good work i'm willing to pay more but what we find is there's zero relationship period with between quality yeah. and price at all that good companies are just as likely to quote high prices as low prices the only way you can make sure that you're paying a fair price is by doing the shopping around
0: doing your your homework yeah. yeah yeah i found this when i was getting i had a whole list of things that i needed to have done including masonry work painting and taking down stuff moving stuff etc and um i put together a whole list so that everybody i talked to i made sure i said the same thing to them and i found that there were thousands of dollars of difference in price one person was so outrageously expensive i was convinced they didn't want to do the job you know I mean, yeah, it was,
1: yeah. Um, and, and the reason is, that they, you know, this is why you have to shop around. There's there's such big price prices because most consumers, most homeowners don't shop around, right? They talk yeah. to one company. And and because of that, there's there's really no way, you know, especially for electrical work, there's not an easy way to yeah. shop around most of the time. No, the companies isn't. that, that right. advertise prices, you know, $99 ceiling fan install, it's all usually bait and switch stuff. It's junk. They're going to show yeah. up and charge you far more than that. Um, well,
0: Kevin, I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, consumer checkbook, it's very inexpensive. You're helping do a good thing. If you subscribe to it, you're entitled to not only the checkbook itself, which is just chock full of goodies this time, including things on vet, how to choose a vet, ratings of veterinarians. And the thing I like about your website is that I can go on there and I can decide that I want a, a company that is high rated in quality, and cost and then i can find out who comes out with those two check marks which you know to me that's a great place to start and um and that's done online so at any rate it, it really is kevin and we i've known you for a long long time so anyway but any last minute advice shop around get a contract ask for insurance what have i missed
1: Yeah, I think, and also just really, you know, evaluate. You know, is this something? Especially with remodeling work, is this something I'm going to get, you know, true value out of? A lot of the contractors we spoke with when we were considering doing a remodel, we're talking about things like instant equity, and that if you pay this hundred thousand dollars, your the property value of your house will go up hundred thousand dollars. Well, it (laughs) might. It might at the moment, but 10 years later, when we sell the house, it's 10 year old renovation work. It's not it's -hmm. it's there's not necessarily this direct tie. And so what I keep telling people is that the the marketing mechanisms that that companies use these days uh, and the technology they use and the wording they use and their approaches, everything's become very sophisticated Uh, and consumers are getting abused by a lot of these these marketing strategies. It's it's why we put like a, a list of 65 things you shouldn't pay for together because we're often paying for stuff that. we don't need. that. That yeah. is
0: great. That was yeah. absolutely great. Maybe we'll get to that in another interview, Kevin, because I thought that was absolutely super. I sat here and I read every one of them saying, yeah, okay, mm, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And it really was extremely useful. But thank you so much for being with us today. It's been very interesting and educational. Um, oh, thank you. you You've been listening to of consuming interest. My guest has been Kevin Brassler. He is the executive editor of Checkbook Magazine, and uh, it, it's just the starting place for finding great services. I have to tell you, they are very thorough. They don't take they don't take advertising, and uh, their ratings are made by the people who subscribe to the magazine. So, it's something that you should do for yourself. Thank you again, Kevin. I'm Shirley Rooker, and thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.